Good evening, everyone. I am so excited to be here this evening. We have an exciting topic. So, this evening on the Primetime Power Show, from a woman's perspective, we have two young ladies that are here that will that are representing Tabor Family Services. And we're going to talk a little bit about foster care and you. Because you know that um, our children really, really need homes. They need stable homes. They need uh, homes where uh, they could exhibit family life, whatever that might be, whether it's one parent, two parents, or uh, so on. So, good evening, Siobhan and Dana. Good evening. Thank you for having us. Yes. You're welcome for being here. So, we're going to get right into it. We're going to talk a little bit about that. I want you to tell us a little bit about what you do uh, for Tabor uh, Foster Care. Just tell us a little synopsis of what you do um, so that we could uh, at least understand who you are and where you fit into the company of Tabor. Okay. So, we are resource parent recruiters. Um, It used to be called foster parents, but now they call them resource resource parent. Um, and what we do is we we go out, we um, let everyone know how exciting and amazing it is to foster. We find people that are interested in being resource parent. We certify them. We get all the training that they need. And then we open their homes so that they can start to provide loving families for our resource kids that need homes. Dana, anything you want to interject? Yeah, that's, that's about what we do. <laughs> um, so we're walking billboards. You know, we we might be talking about being a resource parent in the supermarket, uh, at church, anywhere, our kids, schools, anywhere that we feel that we can get um, resource parents that are are ready to open their homes to um, kids that are in need. So we definitely are always looking for resource parents. So let me let me just ask you this question. What are some of the qualifications uh, of a resource parent that you would be looking for or some of the traits that you would be looking for in terms of home interaction with children, that type of thing. So what we're looking for is we're looking for individuals that are open to care for um, the children that are in the child welfare system in in Philadelphia. We're looking for those that are open-minded to taking and adhering on to the trauma that the children have endured. Um, With that being said, we're looking for resource parents that are willing to um, care for children that are or have identified as being LGBTQ and are older youth. A lot of times those two populations um, get a hard time. We have a hard time with placing them because of a lot of myths that are out there about children that are older. So with the process that Sharon and I, what we go through, we look for individuals that are over 21. Um, They have to have sustainable income, be able to pass FBI and state clearances, complete a few trainings and just have Sharon or I come in just to assess the home to make sure it's safe for the child. And then at the end, we compile a document that will allow them to um, receive a certification of occupancy or acceptance. Um, We also ensure that they have all the support that they need to carry this child along the process until they're either reunified with the birth parent or um, they find a forever home. And so a lot of times when you hear about foster care or you hear about uh, recruiting or if you want to be a foster parent, uh, I just want to tip on uh, just tip on this just a little bit about 
um, either there's a process from foster care to adoption. I know I had someone in my family that had uh, foster uh, children and they uh, they started out with one foster child and then they ended up uh, getting, I think, their sisters. And so eventually, I, I don't know if the parent came, the uh, birth parent came back or uh, another relative came back, but they ended up uh, adopting the children. So what is like the likelihood of it going from foster care to adoption or what is the status quo for that? So um, when when a kid comes into care, we don't want to keep them in care for too long before their goal changes. Every child that comes into care comes in as um, reunification unless their rights have already been terminated. Um, so when, reunif- when they come in as reunification, we want to make sure that we give the natural parents, the bio parents enough time in order to be able to do what is being asked of the court and of the case managers for them to do in order to get their child back. Um, if that, if we get to a 15 month period and the parent or the guardian hasn't done everything that they need to do in order to be able to um, get their child back, then the goal has to change to something. Usually if the child is five and under, it's usually adoption. If it's um, a teenager or if it's a school age, it could be permanent legal custody. As well as um, as we, as you get older into the teenage, we have APLA as well. Um, so the goal has to change after 15 months because it's not fair to the child to have to sit and have to wait for, you you know, adults to have to get themselves together fully in order for um, a child to have a home and be in a stable environment on a regular basis. Right. So when you talk about a permanent, I think you said either adoption, uh, either or- adoption or permanent legal custody, which it, we call it PLC. Um, and that's just giving that's giving the person, the resource parent. Uh, basically, they are their parent. They will the rights are not terminated in PLC. So if the parent wanted to go back later on in life and and um, go over into the court system to try to get the child back, that is possible. They can do that. However, the child needs permanency, meaning they don't need to have to worry about being uprooted and moved again. They will be in their home for, you know, a long period of time. Now, that's very interesting because I didn't I didn't realize, I, I did hear sometimes when they could adopt, you know, after they had the kids. I didn't know specifically how long, but I did realize the fact, but I didn't know anything thing about the permanency. And so um, for me, how fair would that be for the parent that have the foster parent, uh, for lack of better words, or the the parent based on the court, emotionally and psychologically and mentally, what does that do to the child and the, uh, I'm just going to say for lack of a better term, the temporary parent, not as foster, but as permanent. Because when you say permanent to me, that means that it is forever lasting. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. if, in 10 years, I decide, my child, when it went into, um, into care, they were six months. And then 10 years later, um, I come in and say, well, okay, you know, I'm doing good now and I want to have my um, my child back. So how long would that be? Or even in, in that question, or would I have the opportunity to change the child's name and all that with permanency or would I have to do the adoption? So the whole goal is for a timeline would, would be 18 to 24 months um, for the 
goals to change and to um, allow reunification. So within 18 to 24 months, the number one goal will be reunification with the bio parent. If this doesn't occur, then as Sharon was stating, the goals then change to adoption. Idealistically, it would be that the foster, the resource parent would engage with the bio parent to build a unity. In that situation, there still will be communication about the growth of the child, development of the child, and everything that's going on with the child. So when the child reunifies, that sense of loss will, will not be so deep with their kin- the resource parent because they they will be able to keep a connection to that child and be a support for the bio parent. Now, in a situation it, it doesn't occur like that and PLC is obtained or adoption, with adoption, the resource parent does have the right to change the child's name, but only if it's feasible for the child. If they've mm-hmm. been going by one name for 10 years, then you have mm-hmm. to respect the fact that this is all that this child knows and be respectful to just the mental portion of raising that child. So I hope I answered that a little bit, <laughs> but we're supposed to be keeping a connection. That's right. what we want, where yeah. we don't isolate the bio parent. We want everyone to be a village in raising this child because you have, it's a 50-50 chance that the child may go back to the parent or remain with you. Wow, that is that is wonderful. So listen, you guys, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go on a break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about some wonderful things that the Tabor is giving so that you can have some information, more information about it. And so how they can celebrate and how they celebrate uh, foster care. So we'll be right back in a few seconds. Good evening, everyone, and thank you so much for being here. Those of you that were not here for the first uh, part of the segment, we're here with Dana and Sharon, that's representing Tabor Family Services, and we're talking about foster care and you. And this is our, our the second half of the segment where we want to just talk a little bit about what they do and some of the tools that they use for recruitment. And I understand, ladies, that there's something very exciting getting ready to happen. And yes. before you reveal yes. that and everybody <laughs> get all excited about that and all that kind of stuff, um, I want you to uh, tell me why you're doing the recruitment and let me know um, how you guys are doing in terms of recruitment because of the pandemic and that doing virtual versus uh, doing live events or live recruitment. So why don't we do that first and then we can close out with this wonderful, wonderful event that you have planned uh, for March. Can we do that? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get started. Okay. Well, at Tabor, we just love to celebrate our resource parents. We always say that, you know, they're the cornerstone of the communities because they take in the children that are in desperate need of homes. So Absolutely. at Tabor, we are constantly celebrating. We are constantly gathering together. We're constantly celebrating. Unfortunately, due to COVID, we now do it virtually which we did not take the fun out of it. We are very creative and entertaining, you guys. Um, Recruiting 
and sharing the information, providing the tools that you need to jump into the child welfare realm and take on a child that desperately needs your help. We have virtual parties that we have held for our resource parents, and we invite those that are invited through Sharon and I to invite other people to share this information. Exactly. We challenge you and we hold you to uh, bring at least two people with you. And can you can do this as a group where you actually can build your own village and helping a child that needs your love, your home, your attention and everything that you need that you need to offer a child to nurture them. So Sharon, tell them so what Dana, we do at Tabor. So listen, I, we definitely need to let them know who we're recruiting for. So we're recruiting for all populations. We know that. Yeah. But our older youth are general resources. And when we mm-hmm. mean by general, we mean resource parents that are not necessarily taking children that are coming in that are diagnosed with special behaviors. So we are, we need for you guys to come in and be able to be a village for them. We also are recruiting for specialized behavior homes. And that's our kids that, you know, have a little bit more extra energy that have, you know, some behavior issues that have already been identified and they are on meds for, or that they are getting specialized services for. Um, And with that, we do some extra trainings to make sure that you guys are um, fully equipped to be able to deal with whatever situation may come. And I don't want you to think because specialized behavior and you had to have other trainers that these children are not ready to be in a forever home. Um, So we want to make sure that we are recruiting for resource parents for all of our children. We, like Dana said earlier, we're also looking for homes for our LBGTQ plus community as well as our older youth. They are our hardest children to recruit for due to these myths of, you know, not being able to be loved or not being able to be in a home and be in a structured home and be able to take that figure, you know, that adult figure. So we definitely want to make sure that everybody knows how, you know, Tabor does it. We want to make sure that we let you know that every, all our children, we go hard for all of them on the same level. Yes, yes. Um, so we, we do need to do that. During our pandemic time, we have been blessed that we have not had any dip. Um, a lot of our agents, the other agencies, you know, have had a little deficit when it came to trying to get resource parents. Um, Tabor has been blessed and we have been able to, you know, be number four. Um, yeah. Yay. Keep our numbers up. Yay. People coming in and getting interested. We have had a blessed, a blessed time with that. Yeah. But we always want more. We want the quality. We don't want quantity. We want quality resource parents. We want resource parents that are coming in that are ready to, you know, put on the armor and to show, you know, our show our kids that they can be loved despite whatever they've been through. So yep. we need for you guys um, to, you know, if you know anyone that is interested, if you're interested, we're going to give you our contact information so that you can give us a call at Tabor. Um, you can call our main number and they will shoot you over to us so that we can answer any questions that you might have. We can get rid of any myths that you might have about, you know, any hesitation on why you don't feel like resource parent, being a resource parent is not for you. Um, If you know someone that is interested, you can give um, us their information or you can pass our information on to them as well. But we ask that you just keep it going. 
We want you yeah. to always keep Tabor in your mouth. Yeah. So we want you to always <laughs> think of us when it comes yeah. time for the empty nesters that are coming in when your kids are going to college or your um or your kids are mm-hmm. aging out of your home and then right. you're just you know you don't have anyone else in the home and you want or you're still asking how can I help? What can I do? Yes. When you look at society and you wonder where are the parents? Maybe they are there aren't any parents and maybe you could take this opportunity to be a ray of light in a child's life and it's just anything that you can do to help a child we're here you have questions give us a call just know that you're going to have an enjoyable time at Tabor we just didn't start up Tabor has been around for over a hundred years so we're kind of used to this this situation that we're in now so you know we welcome everybody to join us for this awesome party that we're going to have Sharon you want to share that with the, the with the people so I mean I guess we can you know we can do it together because you know we okay okay, okay. So, Gotcha. On March 19th, make sure yep. you're listening. March 19th, 2020. Wait, wait, wait. You said March 19th. March 19th, okay. like next month, okay. around this time. Okay. We are going to have our open house. And, and what's yes. the theme, Dana? What's the theme? We are bussing through to spring. It's the day before spring. We're celebrating a new season. And with that new season, we are just trying our best to be better at what we are doing. And we're going to celebrate the roses, the sunshine that's coming. We're shedding off some of these layers. We're getting these kids some new homes. We're making brand new parents out of people. Some people are coming back out of the wilderness and reparenting. We love y'all too. Yeah, we're just celebrating just life and just being able to share anything that we have for a child that's in need. So unfortunately, so so let me tell you this. This is what I need you to do. I need you. You're giving us all this great information. You told us all about this party, all about these wonderful things. But I need to know how can I get this done? How can I call? How do I get in contact with you? I'm excited about it right now. I really need to get you guys to put my name on the list. How do I get that done? So. We're going to give you our general number that you can get in contact with us. If you call and say, I want to talk to a recruiter or I want to talk to Sharon or Dana or or I'm just interested in being a foster parent or a resource parent. You can give us a call at 215-842-4800. Once mm-hmm. again, 215-842-4800. We also can go on our website um, at TaborChildrenServices.com. But you definitely can get us and then you can get us by our email address. Mine is our my first name, S-H-A-R-R-O-N dot Williams at Tabor.org. And Dana's is Dana, D-A-N-A dot Wallace, W-A-L-L-A-C-E at Tabor.org. You can also try the generalized website, which is Tabor.org. Yeah. So we do want you to know, but you can always just come and we want you to RSVP so that you can be a part of getting all these amazing gifts giveaways and gifts that we're going to give as well for March 19th at 12 p.m. So just give us a call so that we can get your information. We can put you on a list so that you will not miss this event because it's going to be amazing. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. Right. So these are, so in order to to come, I need to either just be interested. I don't have to commit at that particular time. I could just be interested and then I can bring uh, family members or friends and everyone on what date? March 19th, 20 2022. No commitment. Yeah.
No commitment. You can just, just come. come. It could be just the informational. You can mm-hmm. get all the information you need in order to spread it to whoever. You can give that information. And then if you want us to come and talk to someone about, you know, your church or anything, then we can spread that information as well. But we want you to come and get that information for yourself so that you don't have to worry about the hearsay. Well, I'm going to be so excited and I'll probably be there. You heard this first on the Primetime Power Show with Dr. Christina Williams. And this is from a woman's perspective. Good night, everyone. Good night, Sharon and Dana. I'll see you on when? March March 19th 19th. at 12 p.m. Okay. So good night, everyone.